Any last words? I don't think so. It's another great evening to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. Barely, of course, since we are the ACC Basketball Degenerates. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, taping late on Monday night post-Carolina-Virginia, part two, which we'll dig into. We also have Miami-Virginia Tech going on in the background while we're recording. That's becoming a new tradition here on the podcast. I'm your host, Luke Neer. Guthrie's in the house. Taylor's in the house. Mike Jaffe no-showed. Because he's upset about many things recently. And I think that's a given. Right, guys? Yeah. Glad to be here. This is fantastic. I'm ready oh, to go. I'm, I, what a great night. Mike's upset about a lot of things. He and did, I, since Virginia won, Virginia won, it added insult to his injuries. So I think we're going to call him up and leave a message. He's not answering his phone, which is unacceptable. He's screening my calls. And uh, we're going to we're gonna pay him back for that call he, he delivered to you, Guthrie, last season. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Dude, I've got it saved on my phone, actually. Yeah, so we I, can... Uh, I, I, I just re- I remember the intro. Guthrie, <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work out. But you gotta rise up. I you have never seen up. Guthrie so happy as when I saw him tonight after the UVA win. Yeah, let's talk about that. We're, we're gonna go right to Carolina, Virginia, because man, what a what a difference a game makes. And you know what happened, guys? I I, I don't want to take too much credit, but they went small ball. Virginia went small ball. That's that's what they had to do. We talked about it. I don't know last pod or two pods ago that they went away from small ball. I liked how they started with that. They got Kyle Guy going. That's their identity, and Bennett even said it in the post game. He he said, you know, we're gonna shoot threes. That's who we are. We're well, gonna have to make threes. That's who we are, mm-hmm. and they've accepted. And I think it's a it's a corner that's been turned a little bit of a corner after it looked like they were mm, dying in the water. I would, I don't, I don't want to say they were dead in the water two weeks ago or last week, but they were dying in the water. I also thought they they didn't play many of their guys who were like traditional wing kind of slasher Shayok guys. Played about yeah, like Shayok. four minutes. Yeah, they played yeah, six Shayok minutes. And Thompson both played very little. And then Perantes, Hall, uh, Jerome, you know, guy. Of course, all these like classic one and two guards are getting our are were really the core of that and, that game. Mm-hmm. And it, the funny thing is, they started out in a seven zero hole, and it just like oh here comes North Carolina. They're just gonna yeah. They're just gonna blow this one out again. But no, Kyle Guy uh, lit up, got him going, got the crowd going. The crowd was loud. Second point, all right? I want to mention. London Parentes guarded Justin Jackson incredibly well. Yeah. And I yeah. talked to Justin Jackson in the post game. That's going to be part of Tales from the Locker Room. Let's just go to Tales from the Locker Room Part 3, okay? From the Carolina Locker Room. And I talked to Justin Jackson about this, and he said, I was like, were you expecting that at all for Parentes to guard you? And he said, no, not at all. I was, I was thrown off by that, and... There's a smaller guy who kind of got up in me, and yeah, he looked bothered. Even he even had when seven he was points, sh- and, four, and he, he was, was awful from the field. What was he like four of thirteen? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and most of those points, a lot of them came off of uh, they lobbed it into him when he had a mismatch. They did a good job at points of exploiting that mismatch, but uh, he looked bothered even as he was shooting over Prantes. He would, he would hurry his shot, and it wasn't very smooth. Yeah, for what? Uh, so bet it out, Coach Williams. For the first time, and I think two meetings. Well, three. Uh, yeah, because the last two, Roy Roy was exceptional with his coaching, head-to-head versus Virginia. But what Bennett did is like, we're going small. We're going to trap the post. We're going to get hands in the lanes. And that caused a lot of turnovers. How many Carolina turnovers? 14. 14. 14 that's a lot. I, I also 14. think, I will say that uh, 
you know, I don't know if it would have changed the outcome from a win-lose perspective, but it would have been probably a closer game where this game officiated not at JPJ. Um, mm, you know, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I, I, there were a couple moments where just like calls that obviously Carolina usually expected to get, and they would definitely get it home, and they often get it on the road. Are you familiar with the elevated cylinder rule? I, Do you realize what that rule is? I'm just telling you. Do I don't you know realize what that rule is. The win or lose, but they are Listen, game times. That's, that's ludicrous. Barry got a three point uh, foul where he went to the line, yeah. which was ridiculous. That was, yeah. that, was, was that call. Was, I remember very yeah, vividly I mean, in my in that my. Was a, that was a tough call. But you're also viewing this through the lens of where you're viewing it through the lens of Carolina refs. I don't know what your problem is. I'm I'm not saying it would have changed the win or lose, but it it changed the way they had to play the game. I guess that's that's such a terrible take. That's the worst take you've had in a month. (laughs) (laughs) For you to say that, that means a lot to me. Okay, all right. So along those lines, I I think you have to give credit to the bigs from Virginia. Oh, they did a great job. Absolutely outstanding defensively, yeah. and this this is one of the tallest tasks they're going to face all year. Incredible! Like, Jack Salt was unbelievable against Meeks at, at, at in a few of the possessions. Incredible! I've got some Kennedy from... Meeks thoughts I would have talked about as well. But let's go to how about this? Man. How about Devin Hall guarding the four, guarding Hicks? Yeah, that's that, that that's really what they surprised. should go to. That's, that's what Virginia, re- I think, should go to. I mean, if he can guard Hicks, he can guard practically any four out there, right? Yeah, Hicks had two points. He had two points the entire game. He was in foul trouble, to be fair, and he did end up fouling out. But it it is it is certainly remarkable. I I th- that was not like in in Devin Hall's like repertoire of defensive capabilities. It it really seemed like uh, I I don't know I don't know. I think Roy was was running out of ideas because the. The post game, like feeding the post, was not working at a certain point in the game. Yeah, it was. It was certainly running out of ideas. Nate Britt showed up quite often, and uh, yeah. I don't. Does Nate Britt know where the bodies are buried, or does he just know where the tests are taken? Oh, I'm sorry, I went there. Hey, he hit that one three. You had to say him, it. Had to say credit it. For, like that was a nice shot. I, I was very happy when when Nate Britt was shooting that that one three in the homer. shot clock. Yeah, like what? I, I'm. I'm sorry. What is Nate Britt doing on the floor, though? Right. Yeah. I think. I think. Well, only because Kenny Williams is. They did hurt. a good job of preparing for UNC to get it into the post. UVA did. Yes. And it, and even though it turned into a couple cross court passes for open threes, uh, I thought the post trap worked pretty well overall. Okay. I think it bothered them. If enough. you're an opposing team, or a fan of an opposing team, are you more scared if you see Nate Britt on the floor or Seventh Woods? Mm, I would say. Brit, you are off. Are you off? I mean, and I'm a Seventh Woods fan, but I mean, let's be honest. You got to go with if it, if you see Seventh Woods on for extended, extended, extended minutes. He did some things. You know, he some, does some things. You I know like that him. They're out of their game plan. I also drive the Tony Bradley bandwagon, and I thought he was great. I thought he was. He might have been the best player on the floor for North Carolina. Yeah, he played well. Four of six, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about Kyle Guy. Um, Defensively, also, I mean, he was guarding Joe Barry, which he, I was like, well, "Well, that's not going to work." And then yeah, it sort yeah. of worked. I, yeah, it sort of worked. I, I mean, is this the progression that we've wanted to see from him defensively? Like he he's finally staying in front of a pretty elite guard in the ACC. Like it, he did a great job defensively. I, it's such a night and day performance from the Chapel Hill showing. It's like head scratching. Yeah. It really is. Mm. I, I thought think- this game might go down to the wire, but. 
deep down, I sort of thought, yeah, I think Carolina will probably win at the wire, but I was I, wrong. I, yeah. Once I, I was just waiting for the implosion. I don't honestly. know. Once UVA uh, stopped them in transition and then really limited the secondary breakpoints. I mean, I don't know if they got any secondary breakpoints at all. Maybe a couple, but once they stopped that, the the half court offense from Carolina looked really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Final X's and O's um, revelation about Virginia recently. They brought back the flare, and I talked about this two weeks ago. Ran it all, and the it was time. a great. It yeah. was, it so you know what? Much. They brought it back in moments against Miami, and then they brought it back in full force against NC State, and they brought it back in full force. Tonight against North Carolina, it worked. It got Guy free for a couple. It got Parentes free for a, a couple threes. And you know what else that sets up? Hall, even. Correct. And you know, for, First of all, they never turned the ball over when they were that flare. Um, secondly, it also sets up the wrap cuts. Like at the end of the game where Parentes found Guy on the wrap to the lane for an easy basket. Yeah. So they played a little too free in Chapel Hill. Virginia did. And they tightened it up and got back on the track. So anyway, enough of that game. Any other final thoughts? I still think North Carolina is the best team. I think they win the title against Duke. Yeah, I don't think this was indicative of North Carolina. Can we revisit Taylor's Duke is going to win the title um, angle? Looking better than ever <laughs> in the bag. I, I, I think North Carolina, I mean, they, they, they've they all but assured a share of the ACC title, right? Regular no, season? I think yeah. it's mathematically guaranteed that they have a share at least, right? Right. I yeah. think so. But, I should know but they need to win it outright because I have uh, a gentleman's wager with Mr. Mike Jaffe, nice. who knows should tonight, and I can't lose because Carolina is guaranteed a share, and he has, yeah, I mean, he has Louisville, so, I mean. Can Notre Dame still uh, get a share? I think mathematically. Right, but they have to beat Louisville in yeah, the center. Not, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so they'll beat Boston College most likely. Also, and then they'll have to beat Louisville. We're going to get to Syracuse Louisville as well, and I want to know what you, you and Mike were on picking Louisville in that. I mean Syracuse in that game. I picked. Uh, I picked Louisville. I think. Uh, you said if it was going to be a seven-point line, you pick Louisville. Let's, let's look at the spreadsheet, shall we? Yeah, Mike. Mike was on an island there. He went Syrac- money line. Syracuse, yeah, he did. And Syracuse that, money line. That is just—I don't know what he was thinking because he and I were watching He's, Louisville Syracuse part one, and we were just like, Louisville's—they're a perfect matchup for Syracuse. And he was, yeah, he was—he went on a—I don't know—a soliloquy about it about how Louisville's perfect for Syracuse, and then he and just then he picked Syracuse. He, I don't know. He, I think it's like because said, we all picked Louisville. He's yeah. just a nihilist. You have to go. I think the thinking for that game. I mean, if we're gonna step back and look at why you would pick Syracuse, it's that uh, a lot of their guys are very good at avoiding turnovers, and it's a lot of their guys who handle the ball most. Um, you forgot Syracuse rule number one, which I told you like at the beginning of the year. Well, Syracuse sucks on the road. Yeah, I was gonna say they're terrible on the road. Okay, and then. Uh, you, I think, I think Tyler Lydon, I could, ex, I could see him posing a lot of problems for them, just because they don't have a guy who can cover him consistently. I mean, what about Degadell? Right, and he didn't. I mean, it it worked out obviously. Well, it's because it's Spalding the, the, the problem with Spalding, Spalding can guard. Uh, yeah. got so many guys you can. Yeah, guard they have Lydon. so many guys you can throw at him. I'm just saying, if you're making this case, you make the case that Spal- they Spalding avoid really the turnovers, well. they find the open looks in transition that Syracuse gives up because they. Gamble on those turnovers. Syracuse gets to the line enough that it that 
that it starts to bother him. And Louisville doesn't care about fouling because it's Patino's philosophy. You know, you, they can't call them all. They played really well. It's a 20 point I mean, they win. played awesome. I yeah. mean, Meanwhile, Miami's taking a two point lead in crunch time. Well, not quite crunch time. We're close. Come on. Come on, Hurricanes. Virginia Tech. We're all over the place this podcast, but it's a rapid fire podcast. <laughs> We're going to keep you guys on your toes, and you got to keep me on my toes. Okay, so let's get back to Duke. What do you say? Let's do it. Duke's last, uh, Duke's losing streak. Let's get into it. Oh, oh. that's rough. Uh, the Syracuse buzzer beater, right? We were there for that last week. He did it. He did. And then I feel like can the I just, Miami side game. note. I feel like this season is it just me? I feel like there have been way more buzzer beaters that are like banked threes that are obviously not good shots, mm. but go in. You know, Virginia Tech has mastered the bank. Three. I feel like there's been a lot more just nationally. I think Virginia Tech might have ACC, some skill in banking. There's banking been a lot threes. more this season than normal. What's up? What's going on? The bank is open. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's my analysis. So are, we're going to talk about we're talking about Duke here. So all right. So I need to pol- apologize to the zero <laughs> Miami fans who listen to this podcast, but I was wrong. I was wrong about you. I was wrong. I was wrong. But that's a movie quote from somewhere, right? Come on. I was, well, was wrong. I was, uh, it's Darth Vader, right? No, you were right about me. I was wrong about you, Miami. What? I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, I'm, in I'm, the Return of the Jedi. Come on, you know? The mask said, is off. He said I was wrong about you? No, he said, you were right about me. Oh. You oh, right. he said you were right. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say that in the inverse to Miami fence I was wrong about so that. in this analogy really you're Darth Vader I just want to establish <laughs> yeah, this I'm, very clearly I'm laying down and, a vein okay. is poking Miami, out of my Miami forehead fan, the, the Miami fans are Luke Skywalker okay. yeah and I'm about you know I, I didn't get pushed into the your mask it, is the off well, the well with the uh, the electrical pulse like uh, Palpatine but yeah. my mask is off for Miami fans even though they I don't know if we have a Miami fan subscriber I doubt it if they can't fill up the arena and they had the $9 ticket sale for what game was that? Georgia Tech, right, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How many, well, what, 1,000 were available from $9? Yeah. So, but you know what? Kudos to Miami. Good job by you guys. You played really good defense. Great week. They played great defense. Yeah, they, I mean, completely seriously. shut down Duke. Uh, Kennard couldn't hit a shot. Tatum couldn't buy a basket. Good for you guys. How how far do you see this team going in the in the tournament, really? I don't know. They're down by a point to Virginia Tech right now. That's it's, that's never like a great sign about a deep tournament run, right? I'm just kidding. I um, I feel. I mean, I feel like in a sense that they are almost similar to Virginia. Mm-hmm. They play a super slow pace. They depend on a very good defense, which also forces teams into long possessions. Larinaga um, says he's figured something out. He but, said he said that his team turned a quarter in the. Was it the GT game? Which which game was it? Was it NC State? I think it was NC State. Everybody turns a quarter against NC yeah. State. We I talk mean, about they won six of seven. I mean, Virginia turned a quarter against NC State. <laughs> that yeah. NC State team. Gosh, we need a. Uh, I don't know if we should mention them, but so um, yeah, the the Miami Duke game, very very impressive stuff from Miami in terms in terms of their defense. I I do like the comparison to Virginia in terms of. Uh, just a style. The, I mean, the offense the is style. not nearly as efficient. Yeah, but they have a. They're little... not. They don't really have great shooters. Um, the the Virginia game was exceptionally ugly. It's it's one of the ugliest ugliest games I've watched this oh, season. Oh no doubt. It was, oh yeah. It was, yeah. Woof. And and part of it part of it was just the 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 defense of Miami 
getting in the face of a lot of the guards. They play a Should very we... they play a very aggressive style of defense, and mm -hmm. yet they are good at avoiding fouling. And then on offense, I feel like it's the same kind of mystery. They rely a lot on you know slashers attacking the basket and you know getting those looks, yeah. almost one on one looks sometimes. But then they don't draw fouls at a very high rate. We should mention Brown has emerged, and it's been pleasant to watch. Newton, right. they can live without, apparently. Yeah, yeah wow. And um, Dave Unreed's Dave Unreed. I mean, he's great at the stripe. He plays good defense. Bruce Brown was unbelievable in the Duke game. Like, man, he... So there was a moment, like, towards the end of the game when they needed a bucket, and the ball was in his hands, and he got an and one. Like that 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 is the kind of play you expect from a mature. It's good. I like him a lot. Oh man, terrific player. They're they're a little thin. Not many bench minutes. Fair enough. All right, that's right. We're done. That's it. That's all we have to say on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding, folks. We'd like to remind you though, <laughs> the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast is sponsored by Three one. Notched Brewing, named after a colonial era trail running through Central Virginia. Three Notched Brewery. Develops innovative beers around bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Jack Jewett, Thomas Jefferson, and Patrick Henry. Three Notch beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville, Richmond, and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notch Brewing, leave your mark. All right, back into it. We're going around the ACC. We're scatter shooting. Each ghost. That's our spot. This is rapid fire scatter shooting. Let's touch on Virginia Tech, who looks like they're on their way to a win. Because we last time we checked, right? What is it? A six point lead? Oh wow! A couple to really? go, man. Good for Virginia Tech. Yeah, they're a pretty good late game. They're a pretty good crunch type team. Got to give them credit, right? Their offense has really come on. They're the opposite of who keeps blowing games in crunch time. Clemson. Clemson. Yes. Man. Yeah. Poor how, Clemson. How uh, tie those two in? How fortuitous that they recently beat Clemson. I know on a, what a Seth Allen shot, right? Right. Wasn't that a Seth Allen shot? Yeah, classic. Mm -hmm. Their their three point shooting is really good. Tournament potential for Virginia Tech. They have to be favored in round one, right? An ACC team. What if yeah, they draw what, somebody from the Big Ten? What what kind of seed do you think they're going to get? <laughs> I, I I do not have like any of the <laughs> brackets I believe right now. A right nine. Now, right what? now they're considered as an eight. Yeah. And I am Ooh, not using. Eight, I'll give a little nine. shout out. I don't. I'm not using. You know, bracketology on ESPN. Joe Lunardi. I'm using bracketmatrix.com, which just takes oh, like that's a so million sites and so average in, amount. So they're in the eight nine matchup. They're, All right. They're cons they're considered the third eight seed. I think that would be a very big victory for the season if they could get into the round of 32. Because I mean, yeah. they're not beating a one seed. I I think it would be considered. I mean, if if they run it to Villanova or because they they're also not a good road team. Not yeah. a good road team. If they run into Villanova or Kansas or Carolina or even Gonzaga, who I'm st I'm still not there, guys. I haven't I haven't crossed oh, the line yet. We can talk about them briefly. I think I think the what's going to hurt them is that their defense is not very good, and you see, you see what you see with a lot of these teams. I feel like they have one breakdown on defense, and they have no way of recovering. There's no secondary option. There's nothing. There's no shot blocking at the rim. That's They're also not going to get these whistles when they are playing in uh, host site of yeah. the one seed if they get there. Well, losing Chris Clark was a big blow too. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Not, yeah. Chris Clark is. Uh, I like Chris Clark. I'm. I'm. He's my favorite player on that team for a, a number of reasons. 
but he's not going to turn the needle when you're going against a one seed. So that that's Virginia Tech ceiling. Can we agree? Is round of thirty two? Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I think I think they could they could upset someone depending on their seed. seed. Yeah, a one seed. If they if they okay. are if they are an eight I'm nine, I'm gonna pull a page out of Luke's book and be like, well, there's the potential to win the tournament, <laughs> but uh, are they just, okay? Strictly on the That's fact, how Luke sounds, just strictly on on the fact that this team is, as you said, rightly so, exceptionally good at shooting currently. And you would never you would never guess that their offense is amazing from like if you're a Watching casual them. viewer. Yeah, if you're a casual <laughs> viewer, because it just looks kind of disjointed, but they are very good shooters. Sorry, they they, they do off, have they have they have tremendous tremendous shooters on their team. It's they, it's hard to discount it. They also and, have they also haven't defeated a top four team this year in the ACC. Just want to mention that. Sure, they're probably not going to play a top four team though. They're going to play if they are an eight nine. They're probably going to play Kansas or Gonzaga. Or I mean, what We're if they assuming what if they win seven? their first round game and the first round game is going to be no, tough. I'm sure. saying they haven't. Might be. I, they haven't won against a top four ACC team. They lost to Carolina. They lost to Louisville. They lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Florida State. Right. That's true. Okay. Sure. Let's move on. Next team. Anyone want to throw something out there real quick? We gotta we gotta motor through these and then we'll go to some other. Let's segments. talk about Notre Dame. Yeah, let's talk about it. Trivia question. Well, this is actually not a good trivia question. Ooh. It's a. Uh, this is my trivia question, but. Since we just went on topic, it sort of give it away, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do you know the lone ACC player who shows up in Ken Palm's top 10 player ratings from the conference? I'm going to guess because... You're taking too long. It's Bonzi Colson. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say it's, it's, it's Bonzi Colson. I want to give it away, but... Bonzi Colson. You didn't want to give it away. Bonzi Colson. <laughs> Loved everybody in suspense the entire podcast. Well, I feel like we just talked about him off air. I feel like yeah, if we give it away, I'd be cheating. I can't... He is, he's leading the ACC in rebounds... As a six five, four, like he's he, he's a four man, right? He, and they get and lots of long rebounds. Like from Kevin Love, he knows himself. angles, man. Oh he knows his God. angles. What a guy! Unbelievable year, unbelievable year. He, he he certainly has to be in contention for ACC Player of the Year. I think. Uh, yeah, I do agree. you think he's going to get the votes? No, the, no. the answer he's is not. no. He's unfortunately, not. And it's it's a it's no. a travesty. No. is what it is. There's people I would that, vote for him. There's I would vote for him too. today. I would too. I mean, who else are you going to give it to? Canard, ZZZ. Yeah, give, give me Colson or me Justin Jackson's in the running. At the risk of slandering people in North Carolina, but there's like guys in the triangle who don't even know who Bonzi Colson is. I mean, that's that's, that's not their true. prerogative. That's false, but you know what I'm saying. Listen, like, if like, Dennis Smith Jr. gets on the uh, first team, we're gonna go picket um, <laughs> PNC, right? We're picketing PNC Arena. No, I, I. And we're picketing Swafford's office. That's what we should do. Because, my God. Anyway, <laughs> Bonzi Colson is amazing. This Notre Dame team is a little bit different. I feel like every year I talk, I say the same thing about Notre Dame right now. I say, oh, they can beat anyone. They can like get hot. They have five. Five guys on the floor at the same time. They're all scores. Just fire emoji, human fire emoji. Mm. I make the Johnny Monzale sign. I, I feel like better about my, this team than the whatever. tournament than last year's team. Well, yeah, they play last year's ACC tournament. Okay. They got a uh, soft run in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Well, they play a little bit slower. I hope that's right. I'm just making that up. But I'm pretty sure they play much. Yeah, they play pretty slow this season. Below I, below average. Right, and I think they play slower than usual. And their offense is not quite as dynamic, although very, still very dynamic. But their defense is a little bit better than you would think. Um, That's yeah, it's yeah. got it's gotten better. I, I think they're it's on the upswing. Better. They're a team on the upswing. I think Florida State might have their mojo back too. 
I think they might, guys. What, do you, what, what are our thoughts here? So, this, as Florida State, so, is their mojo back? Eh, Maybe you need to see one more game. Okay, they're, they're like one Mike's more friend Stella getting her groove oh, back. Dude, I, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow they're playing at Duke. We'll we'll preview that game, I guess. Oh wow! Very soon, but they, wow, what a game! Dude, seriously, now, you and I know what we're doing tomorrow. They had a two point uh, two point win over Clemson, which by this time is like every ACC team has a two point win over yeah, Clemson. Yeah, get in um, line. Yeah. So I don't know, and they like ran Boston College out of the gym. It, w- yeah. What was it? A thirty point. They put up one hundred four, right? Yeah, it was a yeah. thirty-two point game. Good job, Florida State. You or, might be back. Or BC. Yeah. So, okay, we know who we know who the double buys are going to be, right? Unless Duke, Duke can still get a double buy if they uh, right. If they beat Florida State, let's look at. I need to pull up the standings. Yeah, they. Def- I think they, they have to. They definitely can. But they have to beat Florida State it. and UNC, and so, maybe. They're not so winning. They're not winning in North Carolina. So can Miami. It's not happening. I think I predicted like four weeks ago that Duke would uh, win at North Carolina to finish the season. You also said Virginia would win at North Carolina. I say a lot of things. Nobody's winning in North Carolina this year. It's tough. Tough but fair. If you'd like to maybe... The ding-dong with that wine and cheese That'd be crowd. some bacon or something. I, I'd be up for it if you really believe Duke's going to win. Well, we'll look at it later. Okay. Also, speaking of... Jaffe and I have that gentleman's wager about who's going to win the title or the regular season. He had Louisville, I have North Carolina. So I can't lose the bet because they're guaranteed to share the title. You know what? Let's call this man up. All right? We need to call him. Guthrie, are you prepared to leave a message when it goes to oh, voicemail? dude. Mike, Jaffe. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Get, get ready because it's coming right now. <clears throat> okay. Odds on him not picking up. I would say it's minus three fifty. Anybody want action? Minus three fifty. You're not taking it. Yeah, that's three wings. Too much. That's that's four rings. Yeah, def- definitely not. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Does anybody get th- thrown off guard when you go to like five or six rings and then you hear a voice? I do all the time. I just say hello. How are you? When's the last time you called somebody? Hello, you have reached Michael Jaffe with Matchbox Realty. Please leave a voicemail and oh, I'll give you a call. Get start, please. We're blowing up his work phone, too. That's At the tone, please record your message. When bad. you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Hey, Mike, it's... Uh... It's Guthrie. I'm I'm super interested in that property on Main Street that you showed me last week. Um, could you get back to me? Really? Okay, this is really dumb. But hey, Mike, Vegas Mike. Sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't work out. I know you're really rooting for Virginia to lose that game, but also uh, you're rooting for Louisville to beat North Carolina. Neither of the above Louisville happened. And you know what? Then is you, not going to win the ACC. And then you just you know what? You turned your back on Donovan Mitchell, your boy, and you picked Syracuse money line on Sunday like a fool, like a fool. You know, I had to I had to defend this to some listeners who emailed me. Gosh, I'm more satisfied. That was my favorite moment of tonight. Well done, okay. well done, Luke. You you saved the moment. I was trying to be super clever, and it's okay. I 
It happens a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. <laughs> All right, let's go into the next segment. We're going to pay homage to Wake Forest, so stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen, because they are on the bubble. Let's go Wake. Yeah. Let's go Deeks. But, Taylor, you have some other things in store for us. Absolutely. We're going to go with a lightning round segment. We're all going to ask a little question of each other just to learn a little bit about um, how we view life. I'm going to start. Mine is a, a celebration of Zima. They're bringing back Zima, if you remember it, from the golden age of the 90s. I don't, actually. I remember. You know why? I'm going to prove it to you. Hit me. <sighs> oh, yeah. Zima. <laughs> I, little personal story here, a little sidetrack. I used to collect bottle caps. As a young boy. Of course you did. And Zima was very lad. prized. I legitimately yeah. did collect bottle caps. That sounds like I'm like it a 1950s prized. kid. It's prized. Did you trade them? Was it worth it? like five other bottle, bottle caps? caps? I don't remember the exchange rate. I don't know. But Zima uh, was a big, I, I don't know if it was deal. the colors, the Z. It was, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was, you know, uncommon. Uh, Red Dog Beer was big because, you know, had the dog on it, which was fun. Virginia Tech just won. Do you think Buzz... Would collect bottle caps, or do you think he did in the prior? I'm pretty sure he did. Stage of his life. I'm pretty sure I traded bottle caps with Buzz Williams on the street at some point when yeah, I was a I fourth grader. Anyways, uh, so they're bringing back Zima for July 4th. So Zima was originally conceived 1993, Golden Age of the 90s, as a replacement for drinkers moving away from beer. So my question would be, who is your favorite replacement player? And replacement might be too strong a term, but. Second team coming guy. off the bench, instant offense coming off the bench. So Does it have stop. to be instant offense? It has, it has to, be, to be instant. It can be anything you want. Instant, instant anything. Instant. You, X. Know, you know my play. It can Energy. be inst, instant. You love them. Instant. Instant. Uh, yeah. Just, just okay. a clear, right. lightly carbonated, highly refreshing alcoholic pick me up. Ooh. And I can start because I've got I got my uh, teed up, I and can, I've been saying I can, all, I can finish or I can start. I. I, I can I'm. You know I'm yeah, a big fan of Chase Cheater. That's what I said last night. Chase Jeter hasn't Ouch. played in two months. I know, and I want to see him play more. I'm the biggest Chase Jeter fan. I like watch for Chase Jeter sightings. By I, the way, I've got I've got some tales from the locker room Duke part. Yes, and Chase Jeter was very much involved. I, I miss that's Chase for another Jeter. day. This I think this whole he segment was too was much designed. involved. He was doing a little too much branching around. Anyway, this whole segment was designed so I can uh, talk about how I want. Do you remember see the last Chase game play. he played? I want to say it was like in December. No, that's wrong, but. Uh, bring him back. Okay, Guthrie, do you have an answer? Yes. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, Ray Spalding. Oh, good answer. Good he, answer. Yeah. yeah, Family Field. Let's get a clap, right? I, it's <laughs> it not not. I mean, offense is there sometimes. Terrific rebounder, great athlete, enormous wingspan. Brings a lot of length to Louisville when he comes in. They certainly have an embarrassment of riches of guys like just thrown into the front court. It seems like, yeah, it, it really do, It seems like every year they just they have so many. And they're all kind and, of like the same oh, similar mold. You know, like you know hyper who's, athletic, long, lean. Yeah. You know who's my favorite of, that fits that, that mold? Mahmood? Yes. You love Mahmood. Mahmood is fantastic. You and Mahmood. Absolutely fantastic year uh, okay honorable when, mention when people ask me about how guthrie feels about my mood i say well guthrie owned a small local bookstore in new york city and my mood moved in he was you know the ro- local rep for barnes and noble and uh they met online they didn't know each other at the time they started exchanging emails chat room kind of stuff what are you uh, talking about 
about? What are you talking about? It's the plot of You've Got Mail, okay? Oh, uh, okay. It's a classic. Okay. I yes. was getting there. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I, Meg this, Ryan, Tom Hanks, it's yeah. a classic. It's amazing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I think it's special bit. Very, very good. Okay, honorable mention, <laughs> Terrence Mann from Florida State. Yes, I think he's choice. tremendously underrated. Big fan. That's a good choice, too. That's great. Yeah, I think you guys know my choice. Come on. Come on. Jared Reuter. Wrong. <laughs> Who is it? I, I'm in suspense. It's Tony Bradley. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah, field goal percentage monster. He should play over Kennedy Meeks, all right? And that brings that's a great segue to my next question, all right? Mm. Are you ready? Yes. If you're a trainer, would you rather... Which is the easiest task? I'm going to lay it out like this. But as a would you rather... Is it easier to get Roselle Nix to lose 60 pounds, BJ Anya to lose 70 pounds, or Kennedy Meeks to lose 30 pounds? What a question. Um, I have no clue. I don't know. I'm going to say... Yeah, you're thinking. No, I'm going to say BJ Anya, just because if you include him in a question, my first instinct is to take him every time. (laughs) Yes, okay. I mean, he's amazing. Why is Kennedy Meeks still not in shape in year four? That's just a question I, I have. So I, 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 he's, a question. In, he's more in shape. I was going to say, uh, I actually think he's not. I mean, he plays a lot of minutes in a very high-paced offense compared to like a lot of other guys. You you don't think he wore down in that Duke game against? Yeah, I, I mean, he he came in as a freshman at two ninety officially. He's not going to be sophomore year. He's the slimmest sophomore year. He's not going to be winning American Ninja Warrior anytime soon, but... I mean, who is, honestly? I don't those know. Pe- those people are, are monsters. It's all like gym teachers from Des Moines, some, whatever. <laughs> is he going to be drafted? No. You don't think so? No. That's amazing. After year one? That's amazing. I don't know. I, I actually don't... I, I will admit I don't have the knowledge to really talk credibly about this draft very well. You know what we need? It's to, loaded. You know what we need to I'll be suspect of? I, I, it's I sus- absolutely loaded. If you ask me, if you press me, I would say ten day contract. Charlotte Bobcats, Charlotte Hornets. God, that's how that's how much I love the NBA. Thank you. Uh, Some goats in there laughing at yeah, you too. He, I, I mean, he probably gets paid to like go hang out with Michael Jordan and Charlotte. Um, no, and, and then he winds up in Turkey where he dominates. All right. That's this week, hey, on that's a nice life. You yeah. can't trust. Sign me okay, up. this week on you can't trust. Highly touted high school big men. Yeah, few and far between. Mm. Let's talk about some highly touted high school big men who have not turned out recently. We're gonna start by tracking back to Mr. Scalabissier, Taylor's boy. Probably loved him. Probably still loves him. Probably Love thinks him. he's a great player. Huge fan. Okay, I knew it. I knew you would. Scal. It's like Chase Jeter. Example number two. I do kind of love a certain type of player, don't I? We can track back to Kennedy Meeks as well, right? Highly touted, big man. And that doesn't count though. This week's what you- ex- this year's example, Mr. Harry Giles. What a disappointment! The number one yeah. overall rated recruit, <laughs> and this I'm gonna say he's just not that guy. Well, okay, he's not that okay. good. It okay. I I understand the angle you're taking. I I agree to a certain extent. In Harry's defense, as a guy that's torn his ACL, you are not the same player mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Could he shoot before the ACL tears? 
The answer is no. And that's a problem. Sure, I, but you can, you can always teach shooting. You can always learn shooting. Like, no, Taylor, Taylor, that is. Did Rondo ever learn shooting? No. Well, it's because it's not something he's focused on. Taylor and I he were talking. You, you don't he, think he, he didn't? <laughs> Rondo never never was focused on shooting. Nobody told him you, you might want to develop a jump shot as a guard. I, I mean, it's important. It's an important part of the game. I think that his other aspects of bat, let's hit this like one close to home. What about Bub Evans for UVA? A long time ago, did he ever learn how to shoot? No. He tried. No, tried. he didn't. Well, I mean, he was, a, he was a basketball player in high school. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope so. Football, a football player I, I in just high looked school. This up so, I could say it, so we could just insert this into the conversation. Harry Giles is projected as uh, the 12th pick right now. That's absurd. In their mock draft. You know, that's absurd. And I listened the thing to, is, he still has talent. to a lot of NBA podcasts over the weekend, and they all said that's absurd. Yeah, I don't think he... I don't know. It's just, I, I think it might be a little unfair. He didn't reach the expectations uh, but the expectations right. were like, come in and be okay, so if LeBron you don't, James. I'm not saying Anthony, you have to you know. be a big man who shoots, but if you're not a big man who shoots, you better have some post moves, and he doesn't have any of those. But maybe he yeah. can be a defender and roller to the rim, but those guys are not highly, That's not highly sought Giles, right? after yeah, anymore, yeah. right? Okay, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still optimistic about Harry Giles, his, his future in the NBA. I, I mean, like, so it, it's it's an adjustment. I mean, he tore an ACL. You too. And we get good cop, he, bad cop been, out well, over here. He's just been he's been cop outs. He's been he's been completely out of any sort of competitive basketball for a significant period of time before he started playing at Duke. Well, how? Yeah, I was gonna say how. Yeah, I think it was how fourteen much the, months. How much of this season has he played? I mean, it's certainly not a full season. Right. When did he start playing? In, in like December. Yeah. And he he plays limited minutes now, and that's partially yeah. because of. I'll look out for him in yeah. D League, and I'll text you too. All right. Okay. Looking forward to it. Great podcast from NPR Embedded. They follow the D League team. Great. Little recommendation for our listeners out there. Man, maybe I shouldn't have gone so hard on Mike. I need him in this building right now because you, you guys could be on like a I don't know a pregame college basketball show with your your. Meager, mild takes right now. I'll give Harry Giles some time. I'll Duke if they reach their potential. Yeah, they can. All right. So, yeah. Let's move I, to a, let's yeah, move okay. to a, an analysis of how our picks have done. Uh, moving sure. In, moving Mine have been horrible, the... horrendous. Okay. So we're gonna go over quickly. Moving into the end of the season, we're just gonna look at how we've done yeah. as a group uh, picking games against the spread this year. Sure. So, um, as of the end of last week we picked 73 games taylor has the best percentage at 54 percent good job taylor then guthrie at 30 or i'm sorry at 53 uh, percent then mike at 50 percent gosh what happened to us what happened to and us? and then luke at 46 and a half percent. oh shucks well you know what this is transparency and this is accountability and so i'm gonna pat us on the back collectively for that i will say this okay you guys have done great. I'm really proud of you guys for all being above 50. <laughs> My one It's not enough to I'm be impressed, above 50. You got to beat the VIG. Go ahead. This is true. Yeah, that's true. But collectively, you guys are beating the juice, right? The one straw I'm grasping to is my futures. I think mm. I've been very good on futures this year. And your said futures. North Carolina was going to win the league. You're more yeah. of a big picture guy. I'm a Ken Pump guy. I'm a, you know, I'm pearl 100 possessions. Come right. On, right. So, anyway. So we also have island island picks and or three to one picks. I will let you. I I will ask you guys a question. Who do you think has the most island picks? Mike Jaffe, without a doubt. 
it's actually Mike Jaffe. Yeah, of course. Or I thought you meant correct island picks. <laughs> he actually has the most and the most correct. What about he, his percentage? It's like block Who percentage. has the highest percentage on island picks this year? I, it's whoever picks Probably last because you. we Got go three. around the table and everybody says the same thing and the it's last person Taylor. feels the need. Taylor is five of eight on island picks. How many of those were like one point game? A scorching one 62%. Wow. Wow. Should pick differently from you guys more Mike often. is six of 15. Pretty uninspiring. As a group, when we are three to one, we are just under 55%. That's not as good as it used to be. I was going to say, I that's not am really surprised. Because we always talked about how good our three to one was. So, never take, little caveat here numbers back us up. Never take our gambling advice. Wagering advice, that's a little more classy. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, you're welcome. So, also, that's last, let's go ahead and last, pick last, games. Last bit. Last bit. Consensus picks. We've picked seven out of 12. Mm. Yeah, but Slightly a, couple of better. Those were, a couple of those were, like, we got robbed. We definitely got robbed on a couple of those. I got robbed on all my picks that were wrong, just so we're clear. <laughs> all, like, 100 of them. That all number 100 should, incorrect yeah, picks were wrong. That, that number should be 8 and 5. Come on. We've had some bad beats. Yeah, yeah. You so, know what? Let's save. Let's save the percentage right now. Let how about the three of us come up with the consensus, and we're gonna save the percentage. We're gonna get above that mark. Well, right now, my, my, we're gonna so, go. Eight, we're gonna get eight and five, my friend. Right now, we have we have thirty five situations where three of us are on the same page, and we have one guy that's on an island. But we have twelve situations where we have a consensus. And the consensus picks are doing better. So take that for what you will. 58% of the time. I sincerely hope that right no one listens to this podcast <laughs> and then is like, yes, that's great. Let me go take out a home equity hey, loan, a I, line of credit, and just put well, this you know, right here. Let me put the kids did that tonight. 529 plan. I almost on did that this tonight. Game. You know, on UNC. Guthrie and I were prepared to do that, and we wanted to preach that to the audience for Louisville-Syracuse at the Yum Center. But you were like, I don't know if it's seven. Uh, if it's more than seven, I'm going Syracuse. And then Mike just, I don't know what he was on, but he's just, oh, Q's money line out of nowhere. It's always a tough decision, you know? They set those lines very well. It's preview games, all right? Let's do Cut it. enough of you guys. <laughs> Let's go. What do we got? Florida State-Duke. Projection? Do we have it pulled up? Let's pull it up, okay? We'll take a look. Thanks to our good friend, Ken Baum. And this is his favorite stretch of the year. He he wrote a blog post about this. We would have plugged that for him. That conference championships and the finales of the regular season are his favorite yeah. basketball moments of the year. Next like, 14 the days. Eh. But yeah, well, what did he actually say that conference tournaments are the purest expression mm-hmm. of college, of college basketball? basketball yeah, exactly. So and what, what nothing has about ever that, resonated. I mean, nothing has ever given me a harder erection in my life. Conference really? tournaments are the purest Morgan, expression of Morgan, college uh, basketball. Close your ears. Aside from that, okay. What do you think about that, Luke? Not the erection. I love but. the ACC tournament. I absolutely love it. I like. I've attended ACC tournaments. I've attended. First weekends, I've attended second weekends, and the ACCT still takes the cake. It's just great. Yeah. It really is. There's yeah. game after game after game. They're all competitive. 
You don't have a, a one seed playing a 16, so that's sort of a throwout game if you're at a first weekend, okay? It's just great. I love the ACC tournament. I wish I was going this year, but since they moved it to Brooklyn, um, yeah, like, you know. You're not going? I, I, I was I was really thinking about going. I thought you were going. going. No. I, I was I oh, was so disappointed. I didn't apply for credentials because, you know, I was like, I, well, I have to find a place to stay up there, and that's going to cost like 250 a night. Right? Oh, God, I wish you would have told me. Oh, really? I'll get you a place to stay. You don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take care of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's this corner and there's you don't this, worry about there's this that, garbage okay? disposal when you turn around it. And then if you, you knock on this door and you uh, meet this guy named, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you just get off at the Flatbush Avenue stop. Take your first left. There'll be a guy named Mike. <laughs> Tell him Taylor sent you. Don't worry about it. Okay? Okay. okay. I got it. Let's get a Florida State and Duke. Duke is supposed to win this game. Well, well, we're projecting Duke the line to be five. five. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and what, say. What am I missing with this? Duke five team? points. What am I missing with this Duke team, guys? Um, you've always well, been I mean, against it's, them. It's at it's and at you've home. been proven right most of the time. I mean, it's an honest question. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, they have a great coach. I mean, I don't want to say God bless his soul, but great X is an O's coach. Everything else about him is despicable. But <laughs> they still have a they still have a great offense. Um, you know, they got some great shooters. They move the ball well. They're gonna find the opportunities against Florida State. I think they're gonna they're gonna make that defense work and they're gonna make them scramble and they're gonna get some open looks. They're gonna have to get to the rim on Florida State. They're gonna press out on that three point line if you watch game one. Yeah, I think they will press out, but I think especially at home, I think the passing of Duke and the rotations are gonna make Florida State, you know, scramble and they're gonna is, expose that defense a little bit. This is so bit. tough, but I don't think Duke loses three in a row. At home, I, th- I think I'm gonna pick Duke here. I don't think they lose three in a row. I think they're going to get lots of friendly calls in their building, driving to the rack. They're going to get to the line a lot. Yeah. Florida State's going to get frustrated. Um, Swafford's going to call it in. Yeah, Duke. What's I'm 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 with Taylor here. They're, yeah, they're coming off for two different reasons away games. I, I think I'm I'm going to go Duke. Five points seems like a lot here, and um, the way the way I think about that, the the road home advantage is, it's. It's a six to an eight point swing, depending on how you want to view it. So if they were on the road, Florida State, if they were in Tallahassee, Florida State would be a what, you know, three point favorite? More. Kind of, more. probably more, right? So I don't know. What, how does that Florida play into your thinking? Florida better, but I'm saying two consecutive losses. They might have been banned from the locker rooms again. As mm. we don't know that for sure. Did they ever get did, did they ever get unbanned from their locker rooms? <laughs> Do we have any photos? Uh, have they been changing in the hallways? Wearing I don't know. Maybe not. Gear. Had they had they had but to hey, go into the bathrooms and the stalls and Cameron? You've it, been to Cameron, haven't you, Taylor? I've never been to Guthrie Cameron. Guthrie and I have. We've been in the bathrooms also. Not a lot of room. What? Tell me what it's like. I don't know, but our friend Dave uh, left a present for. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the rest of the public that night. That's all I know. Nice. Um, it's uninspired. I'm embarrassed to say I've never been to Cameron Indoor. You should go. Yeah, it's a shame. It's worth it. I went Duke on this one. Taylor? Man. Sounds like... Oh, I don't I thought, feel I good about already, it. I thought you were decided. Uh, yeah, don't it, feel good about this at all. No, I, I feel... I wouldn't feel good about either Basketball of Basketball brain says Florida State. 
gut and history and knowing what happens down there, says Duke. Yeah, I'm taking Duke, too. Five points seems like I a actually, lot, but I'm taking Duke. I actually feel pretty good about taking Duke here. Oh, wow. We got a consensus. Mark it down, boys. This, uh, this is the least confident consensus I've ever had. Me, too. And I feel, I, I, wow. I feel like You're I so say right. that every week. I, I mean, I... I well, know. let's get to a confident consensus, all right? Georgia Tech minus two at home against Pitt. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Yes, let's go, Tech. That's a consensus. That's an easy one, right? Come on, Guthrie. I think they're going to be... Georgia I, Tech minus two. I think they're going to be... Uh, your vitriol against the Panthers. I think they're actually going to be three-point favorites but, when you come down to it. No, it's already out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's already out. Great. That is... Official. That, that is, like, borderline fishy. Let's do it. Again, consensus. Come on. Like... How can you how can you not just absolutely hammer Georgia Tech here? I mean, we like, haven't what's, been, what's, we haven't been giving Pitt a lot of we haven't been giving them a lot of run here because they haven't had a great season. But their they, offense, yeah, they haven't deserved it. Their offense is still good, and if you look at them, they're still the seventy second highest rated team in Kim Palm per average wow. right now. Like wow. how many efficiency. teams make the tournament? Sixty four. I'm not. I'm not. Sixty eight. Thanks. Whatever. <laughs> I don't count that <laughs> shit. Uh, you don't count the playing games. Absolutely not. Um, it's a chance for the 16 seeds that wouldn't otherwise get the opportunity to win a game in the tournament, Taylor. Thank you. Come on. You should. They should hire you to do some marketing. Um, anyways, uh, Pitt's defense. I mean, Pitt's offense has really been good. Um, and let's not count them out in this game. If their defense can act above a certain level. I mean, you know that Young and Artis are always going to get nobody's, theirs. Nobody's counting anybody Jeter's out. Jeter's great. Nobody's counting anybody out. We're just projecting something. Yeah. So you're going to have to step on one side of the fence. Oh, I've already, I'm taking Georgia you Tech. Can, you can stay sat on that fence <laughs> the rest of the podcast, but one of us is going to push you one way or the other. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Okay, thank you. Georgia Tech's defense is absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Pittsburgh... If if they cannot hit shots, which honestly has been, you know, somewhat inconsistent as of late. Sure, they have a great win the, against Florida State. The only thing I remind you of is that Georgia Tech did lose to an NC State team at home. Yeah. So I don't think we can call this a lock at all. No, it's not a lock, but, but it's a good feeling. I'm I'm absolutely taking Georgia Tech. You, here. What you you've got to see like the guys matching up with Young and Artis. Which is probably going to be what Stevens and um, Akoji probably, eh, probably not. I don't know. They'll probably have maybe Jeter on one of these guys. Maybe Lammers moved over, but you got to yeah. think that they'll be able to step out with him and guard those kind of mid-range jump shots. All right, that's enough on that. I think we have a consensus, correct? Can you just can you give me an answer? Georgia Tech, definitely. Oh, I can. I can also guarantee that Mike is what is is listening to this podcast. And just cackling maniacally as he as he bets big on pitch. You're probably here. right. You're probably right. Next up, we have the Wednesday games, which are not so inviting at all. But let's take a look at Clemson and NC State. What do we have here, gentlemen, for this one? Pull it up quickly. I think you're gonna get uh, Clemson, Clemson favored by ten point favorites. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. That's more than I expected. Clemson should not be favored by 10 over I agree. anyone. I agree. Even if it is NC State. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is a stay away. This is why I don't... There's some games that should not be picked, but we have to pick them anyway, right? Because right. That, those are the Guthrie rules. 
It's a very tough one to pick. I, my first impulse when you get this kind of game is to immediately take the points, take NC State. Uh, you know, you're going to get – you're still going to get a good offense. Um, you're going to get Dennis Smith. You're going to get Henderson, Abu. I, I trust those guys even going against Clemson's defense, which hasn't been as good yeah, I mean, normally as it has been in the past few years. Each of these teams are four-win teams, so why not just take the points, right? Right. Even though Clemson has a lot of close losses, they lose by two to just about everyone. But it, man, is Clemson let's not still on the one. bubble? No, they're they're done. No, they're out. They're, they're five hundred. I don't know. They're five hundred. You're so wrong. I don't know. Their numbers are so good. They're five hundred. They're five hundred team. How? I mean, yes. <laughs> Their numbers are great, but, but that's. At if some they point, finish you have to count six the wins. and twelve in the ACC, which is possible, they have BC to finish. What if they? What if they win a couple games in the tournament? No, that's not happening. No, they would have. No, I'm just trying to play hypothetical here. No. I mean, <sighs> I don't know what to do. Let's not do this one. Can we not do this one, please? I'm taking NC State. I don't want to do this one. I I don't, don't wanna, I don't want to pick... get below my percentage even further. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. I'm okay admitting this one. Let's yeah. I'm I'm okay. That's okay doing that. Boston College Notre Dame. What do we have for this? Ooh. 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 We haven't talked about Boston College in a while. And well, they're two and fourteen. They, I know, they they two and fourteen. Haven't won in a while. And it and it's like I said about Pitt. I feel like we're doing them a disservice because I'm a big BC fan. Are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I love that. watching them play. <laughs> They have some jerseys back home. I, I love taking them to cover the spread. Um, Kai yeah. Bowman is maybe my favorite, one of my favorite players, I'll say, in the ACC. He's quite good. I, 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 said, Kai Bowman. Kai Bowman. Hey, I, I said at the beginning of this, I texted the group, Jerome Robinson has third team all ACC written all over him. I, I still stand by that. Okay. He kind of has been a little you know, bit less. When you get to third team, it's called honorable mention. Uh, Jerome like Robinson, Kai Bowman is is. Is the best player on that offensive player at least mm-hmm. on that team? Just an incredible, okay, well, incredible take right splitting there. Splitting hairs. Yeah, I mean Jerome Robinson has kind of been the guy that I was a little disappointed by this season. We're getting really into BC at the end of this, <laughs> anyways. The expected line for uh, BC at Notre Dame it's going to be Notre Dame as twenty point favorites. Oh, oh my God, that's just. I'm taking Boston wow. College. That is, yeah, that is absolutely begging. Begging yeah. for people to bet on the same thing happened at Florida DC. State, and Guthrie sent out a text to me. He's like, "Wait, what? They're twenty point dogs at Florida State, and Florida State what, <laughs> yeah, one by thirty. Yeah, it's not going to happen twice. Lightning is not going to strike twice. I'm going BC. I'm going BC too. Also, it's a completely oh. different form of team. Don't do than it, Florida Taylor. State. Yeah, who's Notre Dame blown out? Nobody by twenty, right? Well, they play a very Notre Dame plays. They beat a, Syracuse by what, like what, fifteen? They yeah. beat Syracuse by eighteen at home. Oh, it's not twenty. Notre Dame it's plays relatively slow, and even though Boston College plays pretty quickly, I think that. Uh, Are you sure you want to take BC here? I'm going to take BC. I'm, t- I'm in on BC here. I think they're going to do it. I don't <sighs> think they get absolutely annihilated twice in a row. Welp. Yeah, I mean, I hate I mean, they're to pick not the a, they're same. They're not a big team. They got crushed by Florida State because they, I mean, Mo Jeffers okay, Michael is their biggest Notre guy. Dame. Six Michael nine. do it. Popovich is six eleven. They so, yeah, Mike is our yeah. our, our island specialist. From. Yeah. So what do you think? We got to go. Oh, BC, absolutely. Louisville Wake Forest. This is a huge game, actually. For Wake, it is. This is a resume game. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And honestly, for Louisville, too, like Louisville, if they if they take a loss here, I, I think Louisville is in the running for for like a three or even a two seed. They have been very solid. Like the loss. Well, if they lose here, Mike loses and well, I win. No. Or wait, <laughs> yeah, North Carolina is going to beat Duke anyway. Lu- so I'll win Louisville anyway. is currently projected as a two seed right now. Yeah. And the yeah, second round two seed. Good for them. I mean, they are a fan. They're a great team. Absolutely. And they, depending on the matchups they get, they could like have a very easy run into the final four. Mm. Yeah. I, I, see I would that. say I see easy, now. easy. Potentially easy run to Sweet 16, second weekend, second weekend team. I see, I see these guys as a Final Four team. No I, one had an easy I, run to the Final Four since the Shire, um, okay. Zubek, Duke team. I, okay. I see these guys as a Final Four team. That for was sure. a laughable run. Okay. Okay. So so right. so we have the spread as, is this Louisville minus four? That, that sounds that, about right. Ooh. Mm. Is that juicy for you? Oh, man. Right, I'm taking Louisville. I'm doing it. Louisville minus four. All right, Wake Forest guys. All right, Taylor. What do, you, what do you say? How brave am I to take? How how can Wake Forest deal with pressure? Not well. Hmm. And we have evidence. It ju- we have some evidence of this. <laughs> yeah. I know you think the pit the pit win was a pressure win, but I don't think anybody in that game knew our stakes for that. That we uh, we had a <laughs> not banquet. Even, not a even banquet. the players. Yeah, the ban- they, they didn't know about this banquet. Oh, God. Banquet. I think that uh, man, it's I. I mean, I want to take Wake because I'm just a a big Wake fan again. in general. You want to take every team. I you want to take every team. I you want to take both teams. No, no, it's true. In every single game. You know, I see the best in every team. Just like I see the best in everyone. I want to take Wake, but I said, but, but I want to take Louisville your too. Emotional life. <laughs> I want to take them both. I I think I'm going to take Louisville here. I think they're going to cover. Good. Um, they're gonna win by more than four. Uh, Wake will make it close, but they they just they can't run with Louisville. Uh, if the Louisville hmm. likes a game that goes, yeah, Louisville likes a game that goes fast. Wake also likes a game that goes fast. Wake loves a game. They that goes love fast. a game that goes fast. I think they've been able to like get ahead of guys in transition. You see Crawford. Uh, Woods get ahead of guys in transition. It opens up those outside looks for guys like Mitaglu, and then opens up the paint for Collins. They really struggled in early games against Syracuse against the zone. Totally different defense, I know, because they couldn't get the ball into Collins in the paint. I think that that front court that Louisville can throw at you, all those guys, mm-hmm. really going to frustrate Collins. It's a big part of the offense. They've run through him. I th- I'll take Louisville here. Give me the Demon Deacons, man. All there right. we go. I like long, hey, hey, I, I agree with you. There's a lot of big bodies that Louisville's going to throw at Wake Forest, and man, it's going to be it's going to be problematic for John Collins, who is so good at getting into foul trouble. Okay, I got uh, yeah. If he gets into foul but trouble, it's this this team this team is is ready. Danny Manning has the Demon Deacons ready, and this is this would be a, Danny Manning. I love him, dude. This would Tied be a nation. signature win. This would be a huge deal for Danny Manning and the Demon Deacons let's if they say, were to pull this off. Okay, so let's say they beat Louisville. Do they are they in the tournament for sure? Uh, I, mean, I think I think so because they're I considered think, first four out right now, which is wrong. Because does he have Michigan State in? 
I think so. That's an abomination. Yeah. I, this is not Lunar. But, but after, is, after yeah, Michigan that, State. Palm. Well, they, just beat, they just beat uh, Wisconsin. Great. <laughs> Who hasn't beat Wisconsin the last two yeah, weeks? Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's a really good point. All right. Um, two to one right there. Two Louisville's, one Wake. Yeah, dude. I, I, I love Wake here. Now, I, here's what we need to do, picks the rest of the season. When the official line comes out, we need to re-poll the degenerates because I feel like there have been a few shifts and we haven't re-polled everybody. Mm. Is that fair? Is that what you're attributing? Your, yeah. your that's how I drop a, that's, how, that's how I drop below. It was the wind for me. It was the wind if my mm. pick is ever wrong. We're doing that sure. from now on. Okay. And Mike will change regardless if it stays the same. We'll yeah. just change for the we'll just, second change. We'll just assume he's on the right team. Okay. That's all I have. What a great time for college basketball. We're really getting into That's it. We're 14 not, days of the calendar There's, year. We should talk Saturday real quick because we're not going to see until uh, till next week. tournament preview. Saturday games in Virginia, Pitt, meh. Louisville-Notre Dame, important matchup concerning standings. These two teams are tied currently in the rankings Big as game. far as the ACC. So this is going to determine perhaps the two seed, in my opinion, if they take care of business, which I think Notre Dame will do against Boston College, and I think Louisville will do against Wake Forest. So, who do we like here? A rematch. Irish took the first game. It's gonna. I think you're gonna get a lot of points. It's gonna be nine. Nine points, points is what. We All right. Have who's gonna on. win? I'll take. Who's gonna Who's gonna get the two seed? Oh, Louisville's gonna win. Okay. I'll take uh, Notre Dame to cover nine points. Yeah, that's fair. I'm with you. But but wow. Louisville, Louisville's gonna win. I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Louisville's going to win. They are also going to cover. This team, this team, we've already is, talked about them. Yeah, we yeah we have. But I I like I they're like, all right. <laughs> I, I I like them against Notre Dame. I think they're playing really well, and I think they're going to exploit the the lack of size in the Notre Dame front court. Okay, Florida State's still in the running for the two seed. But that's if they beat Duke, which is more of an uphill task compared to the other two teams. So I don't want to. Sorry, Florida State fans, I'm not completely writing you off, but you're still in this in this uh, balls on your fest for the two seed. They play Miami, a rivalry game from Tallahassee at four o'clock Eastern time. They're seven point favorites. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm in, I'm in on that. Coming off a loss from Duke, if we're projecting a loss to Duke, because you know things happen in that building, like we mentioned before. I, I like Florida State there. You're you're in on uh, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back in. I think they turned a corner. That's what happens when you play NC State late in the season. I think you'll confidence pro- boost. I think you'll probably see or Boston that. College. Yeah, I think I think you'll see that line go down a little bit. Um, but I'm in on Florida State too. I think they have the right type of defense to stymie what Miami does in offense, and they'll get their points. Okay, finally Duke, North Carolina. Are, are either of you guys going to say, go against Don Luke here? The, the, the sm- the small Are you going to go against up. the one man who projected North Carolina to win the title at the beginning of the ACC season? Oh, I, I'm taking Duke with – there's no analysis necessary here. Okay. I'm picking solely Just, because I'm going against Luke. Okay. I want everyone to know that. Okay. Seven points, Duke. right? Seven points? Yeah. Ooh. Carolina coming off a loss with seven points at home. That's a ludicrous line. I'm taking Duke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Easy. All right, Guthrie, why don't you just go join him out of pride? You guys should just do a pride thing here. I mean, no, I, I kind of have to pick against Taylor because I'm trying to catch up in in the like total picks. Um, so actually, I'm going to pick Miami. 
like Tiger jumping Woods, back baby, to the previous just get game. That early lead and then put pressure on you. My, I'll, I'll take Miami with, with seven points. That's right. that, that. I'll take that all day. And then, uh, I, yeah, I like North Carolina to cover. I I think seven points is not going to be the line. I think the public is way too much on this this Duke bandwagon. That's that's kind of reassembled its wheels in the last like month or so. I think it fell off after their recent losses, but sure. This game is it's too it's too tight away losses in the ACC to tournament teams. I don't think I I think there's still enough hype around well, when this the, Duke if team. they beat Florida State, which we think they will, then uh, everybody might just jump back on, but um Good point. Good point. I like UNC minus probably 4 that's well, probably what that's it is. That's a slam dunk is anything we've seen this year, right? Yeah, well, that's what we said about the last UNC Duke yeah, game. Yeah, well, we didn't know we didn't know that Hicks was not playing. We didn't know that. Yeah, we saw Luke May out there. This game's gonna come down to Chase Jeter and Seventh Woods okay. and how they perform. Okay, okay. that's it. It's gonna be We're fantastic. Done. What a time for college basketball! Let's off. go. Best fourteen days out of the year. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Any last words? Please uh, find us on Twitter at ACCBBallDegens, A-C-C-B-B-A-L-L-D-E-G-E-N-S, and also send us an email message, ACCBBallDegens at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, and please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and write a review. That's tell a gr- us, tell great us last words. I, I could not have said it better. Maybe four or maybe five stars. Great last words. Mike, we I miss you. Yeah.